Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on this podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is meaningful, moving, and compelling. And then we share these great stories with you so that when these women shine, they give permission to others to shine as well. Today's guest is Madeline Jawar. Is that correct, Madeline? Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Uh, yeah, it's Jawar, basically. Jawar. <laughs> it's fine. Very nice. Very nice. So I'm so happy to have you here. Um, you were introduced to me via email by a mutual friend. And I'm excited to learn more about you. So why don't you tell us all a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Susan. I'm glad that we connected. Um, so I guess I'm originally Canadian. Um, I grew up in Northern Canada and then I um, left home and I have a degree in linguistics, um, but I went to uh, live in Italy and I ended up spending five years in Italy um, guided hiking and biking tours for a year of that, was an exchange student and then an expat, and I kind of went into corporate America um, and worked in semiconductor distribution for almost a decade um, in the international circuits, though so I lived in Stockholm for a year and a half and went back to Milan for a couple of years. Um, met my British Indian husband in Stockholm, um, and I was I was on track to go to Hong Kong and uh, for my next assignment, and he was uh, kind of wanted to get married, and I uh, so I rearranged things, and and we moved to Boston together, and then Chicago, and now we live in California, and we're never leaving. Um, so I started Italy Beyond the Obvious. Um, 11 years ago after five, you know, after doing it for friends and family for a decade, you know, when you live in Italy and work in Italy as a tour guide, everybody's like, where should I go? What should I do? Where should I go? What should I do? So um, after 10 years of doing that for friends and family, I put up a website and um, I was like, let's see what happens. And that was 11 years ago. And today I have three people working for me at Italy Beyond the Obvious. And in 2019, after requests from clients who said to me, who else does what you do for other countries, um, I started a course to teach people how to uh, set up an online business uh, and make money to uh, by planning vacations. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so this is quite interesting. Uh, first of all, I used to live in Italy. I love Italy. It's my favorite place to travel to when we go to Europe. Um, there are still parts I haven't seen and would love to. So we should talk after. But um, how, how is this different than, so, so this is sort of, you're not, okay, so you're not a travel agent. You're not a tour guide, but you're, you've got elements. I mean, tell me, how does it yeah. work? Yeah, it's, um, so I love talking about business models and you're going <laughs> to have to shut me up, but it, the difference is the business model and the, the, so, so from the client experience point of view, I create my client's trips the way I would create it for myself. So I, so in 11 years, we've done over 500 trips at this point and we've never created the same itinerary twice. And wow. that's because, well, that's because we start by saying, tell me about your perfect day. 
tell me how much time you have. Tell me if you've been to Italy before. What are your interests? Who are the travelers? Do you have kids? Does anybody have a deep appreciation for food or art or hiking or, you know, so we start there. And then I put together the trip for the traveler, just like I'd put it together for myself. So do you want to stay in an apartment or a five-star hotel? Do you want to you know, visit museums or, yeah, or go hiking. Do you want to go for a bike ride? Do you want to do a cooking class? And if you want to do a cooking class, do you want to do it with an Italian grandmother in her countryside Tuscan farmhouse? Or do you want to go to a professional kitchen where there's a chef with chef lights and you end up with a cookbook and an apron? You know, so every trip is created kind of from that perspective. And because I am already a destination expert, I don't need any middlemen. And so that's where the difference of the travel agent business model and my business model diverge. So the travel agent um, can sell packages that somebody else put together um, and that package. And so the travel agent knows the client and works with that client year after year. And the great thing about that is that if you have a great travel agent, you can go to Thailand one year and Mexico the next year and Italy the next year. And, you know, um, whereas because I only do Italy, um, I can, I don't need to, I don't need to, to sell a package because I'm already the expert. And that also means um, that there's no markups or middlemen in, in the, you know, in the packages, it's one price, but there's lots of, of markups and middlemen. And so what I've done is I've made all the costs transparent. So my fees are totally separate. They're on the side. They're, they're, they're pay, pay me, you know, separately. And then all the other trips costs are totally a conversation between me and the client. So maybe they say we want to splurge on the first hotel and then we want to do an apartment halfway through the trip so that because we want to do laundry. Um, yeah. So it's a conversation about the budget and everything. And there's no markups um, because everything is on the client's credit card. Um, and so it caters to that client who is well-traveled, who um, knows how much work it is to put together a totally custom itinerary, who does not have time to plan their own trip, but totally appreciates the expertise and the custom recommendations. Um, and as I say, the challenge in not being, not having that travel agent, not being able to sell those kind of packages is that clients come back to me, you know, twice, maybe three times, and then they are like, Madeline, <laughs> where else, we wanna go somewhere else, you know. We've been, we've been to Italy three times with you already, now where else can we go? And that's where the course was born. That's so awesome. What ingenious thinking to have created that course to expand. Um, actually, anything that expands the opportunity for people in this country to travel and to see how other people live and let go of this, you know, our way or the highway nationalist yes. pride is all right with me. Um, anything we can do to combat bigotry and, and you know, and I think global uh, travel does that. Um, totally as well it's fun i mean it's really fun so i have had this dream of having a client who wants to bring their like top clients on a trip to italy and i've thought about this i even have it written down in a plan i just didn't know how to implement but now i've met you so yay yay um, <laughs> and, and and have like a um five day of courses on diversity, inclusivity, and uh, equity, and half day would be classes. The other half might be, um, you know, adventures in Italy or cooking classes or, so you're playing right into that. I mean, I wrote this plan out 
many, many months before I ever even heard of you. Uh, so I think this is like meant to be. Cool. Um, so I haven't yet been able to nail down details because I don't know what you know, you know, so maybe this is why the universe is making me wait till I met you to finish out my plan, but it's a great plan. I, I, I need to nail down the details and then offer it to certain clients who want to create a very memorable experience for their clients, their top mm -hmm. clients. Um, yeah. And that's actually like, I'm actually working with um, a guy who is a wine. He sources, he has a, he's a wine buyer in Seattle and he has a mailing list and he's like my, my wine, my people on my mailing list would love to take, take an Italy trip with, I don't know how to plan it. And I was like, well, let's talk, you know, um, Italy is just, people want to go. And like you say, you do the half, you do a morning of learning and an afternoon of exploring. And a lot of people sign up for that. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Um, and having people who I know are really good at their trade and um, training and coaching and uh, offering these presentations. Um, I'm one, but others would be invited as well to cover different mm -hmm. topics. So you are um, quite the find um, for me. So that's fantastic. Well, what a fun career to have. And it sounds like you've had a really fun, exciting life that led you to what you do now. It sounds like you're one of the rare individuals who gets paid to um, do what she's passionate about doing. So that's awesome. What to date maybe would you consider your proudest professional accomplishment? You know, it's something really recent. Um, I uh, joined a, I got a coach last year and I had never had a coach before. And I had heard, I was looking for, so about two years ago, I was kind of burnt out. I was, I kind of built this business um, based on common sense. I, I looked into becoming a travel agent and I saw the markups and I saw the middlemen and I was like, I don't need that. And so I, I kind of pushed all that away and I built this business. And in about year nine, uh, I was just burnt out because it's a lot of checklists and a lot of attention to detail. And in order for the trips to go smoothly, you have to be extremely focused on all the details. You have to be a little bit of a control freak, right? Um, and I was looking at checklists and checklists. I would, I would sit down at my desk in the morning and I would have, you know, hundreds of little teeny tiny checklisty items to do. And I just needed to um, kind of step back and figure out what the next step was because I thought this is going to be my career for the next 20 years is sitting down at my desk and looking at checklists. So I joined this amazing coaching program. It's, um, I got my, it's, it includes an executive coach and a mastermind group and so much support. And for people who are running their own business, you know, I was like, if I don't go get the clients, if I don't tell my assistant what to do, if I don't push that boulder forward, nobody else is going to do it. And it just, and as a, as a, you know, it's very, it's an online business. My, my now at the time I had one person working for me who was in Milan. Now I have three, but we're totally remote. Um, and it can get lonely and it can get, you know, um, there was nobody pushing me. I was motivating myself. And on the days where I didn't have the energy to motivate myself, there was no extra support. And this, um, business coaching program has transformed everything um in the last year and and what so what ended up happening is i i focused on working on my business and not in my business and so 
my coach has said to me, um, you need to get this stuff off your plate so that you can focus on the vision. And basically, you know, they also said, if you can hire someone, if you're, if you, if you can close a client and make, let's say a hundred dollars an hour, whatever it works out to $80 an hour, let's say if you focus on sales and you're making $80 an hour, then if you are doing stuff like bookkeeping where you could pay a bookkeeper $20 an hour, you should not be spending a minute on bookkeeping because you're, the Delta there is $60 an hour and you're basically throwing away $60 an hour. You could hire a bookkeeper, pay the bookkeeper $20 an hour, go focus on sales and earn $80 an hour. And so with that mentality, that was like a light bulb moment. I was like, oh my gosh, anything that I can hire someone to do that I don't need to do so that I can go sell, I'm basically throwing away money. So with that mentality last year, I was just ruthless about delegating anything that I could get off my plate. And I spent 2019 basically putting together the systems and putting the, putting, you know, everything online in, in places that are central where my team could access them so that they could be successful. And I spent my time, um, making sure that those processes were clear. And I spent my time talking to my team and saying, and I hired two more people and talking to my team and saying, how can I help make you successful? Where are you wasting time? Where are the bottlenecks? What do we need to do? And it was all about the process. And so at the end of 2019, I basically had this team in place. I had the processes in place. I had everything centralized. And now, the true test has been, um, we, we get our, our requests start ramping up in January, as you can imagine. Um, and so we are in like maximum, we're, we're in, we're already in, um, our high season has already started. We're already all working full time um, on, on spring and summer trips right now. And it's like this, I built this machine. Like I, do you know those, um, you know those like games that kids play with where they're like you build like a ball machine like you put blocks together and then you put the ball in the top and the ball goes like boing 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 and yes, it goes through the yes. machine and it comes out the bottom yeah i feel like i built one of those like nice. i was like oh my god my ball just came out <laughs> came out the bottom you built a better yeah <laughs> so my time yeah so my time is now um on i do two things i sell so I find the clients, I close the clients, I put together the itinerary, which is the creative part, which is the part I love. That's the part I love is the creative part with the client. I do that. And then I put it into, I hand it over to my team and my, and then I manage the team. And then I, you know, I make sure that they have their questions answered and I delegate as much as I can. And so that is huge. I'm, I'm just elated that this thing that I built works. That's incredible. That's incredible. So when I said built a better mousetrap, that's probably an old phrase that not everybody who listens um, has ever heard before. But I know exactly we talk about the um, bling, 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 bling. So that's amazing. I know that I just said something silly, but you know, I get you. Yeah. Um, who has inspired you along the way? I'm sure that you've had somebody who moved you or made you believe that you could move mountains. I had really early on, I mean, there are many people, um, but really early on. So when I was a guide in Italy, I was guiding hiking and biking trips. There were week-long trips and um, 
I was, there were two of us guides and there were 25 people on these trips. And there was one um, couple on one of, on, and they, they were, we did um, a Tuscany bike trip for eight days. And then we, and then I was, a, you know, I would do six trips back to back when I had this job. Um, because the hiking and biking seasons are spring and then you take the summer off and then fall and then you take the winter off. So I would do, you know, in the spring season, I'd do six trips back to back. And I had this one couple on my Tuscany bike trip who coincidentally had also signed up for the Cinque Terre hiking trip that I was also guiding. So I spent two weeks with this couple and the man, the, the husband was a pastor and the wife just described herself as a pastor's wife. And that was fine. And I spent two weeks with them. And at the end of the two weeks, she said to me, you know, Madeline, if you ever want to come and work for me, I'd love to have you. And I was like, well, what wow. do you do? I, I didn't even, I had no idea what she did. And um, it turned out that she was the COO of a $13 billion company. And she, and she said to me, what do you want to do? And at that point I was getting, you know, I was, that job is a fantastic job for a 23 year old, you know, where I was up at 6 a.m. I was tuning bikes, then I'd go to breakfast, then I would talk to the clients about the route and all they wanted to know about was where are the hills, right? As you can imagine. Um, then I would be on the bike all day, then I'd be lugging, hauling luggage, I'd be tr the translator at the dinner and after dinner people would invite me to have drinks with them and I'd fall into bed at you know midnight or 1 a.m. and you know repeat for eight weeks. Um, so great job for a 23 year old, but totally exhausting. <laughs> um, and you know, I was, I had, I was living out of a suitcase. My clothes were covered in bicycle grease. I had no address. So I was kind of ready to, to wrap it up. And she said to me, when you're done, um, contact me. And she, and she said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, you know, my parents are academics and I was always very curious about, um, corporate America and I wanted to, at, at that point, I'd spent years in Italy already and I wanted to get back to Italy. And so I said, I'd love to get into corporate um, America and understand international business and um, go back and work in Italy. And she said, come and join my international operations team. And I had to go through, I, like I had to go through 12 interviews and I had to go through, I moved to New York and did a year and a half of training, but she was just, um, you know, she kind of held my hand and she was like five levels above me. Like she was boss's yeah. boss's boss, you know, but she just always, she would check in. She also, she was like, you know what, if you, like I had a linguistics degree, I didn't have a business degree. I didn't have any kind of quote unquote, like technical expertise. And she was like, you know what, if you are smart and you are curious and you pay attention and she's like, the number one thing is that you care. She's like, if you care, I can teach you. And so, yeah. And so, and she just gave me so much great, um, every now and again, she'd kind of check in and we'd go have dinner or something like that. And, you know, there was one point and I, I was with that company for eight years. Um, and she just, there were so many things that she said to me, you know, one of the, the, the wisest things that she ever said to me was Madeline, you can have it all, but you can't have it all at the same time. So, awesome. you know, I was in those kind of pre childbearing years and I was like, career, marriage, children, what do I do? What's my priority? And that's when, you know, when she said that and, and I'm still friends with her, you know, she's, she's hired me when I started Italy beyond the obvious. She, or she's hired me twice, I think, to do her Italy trips. Um, we still send each other Chris updates. Um, but she's been, she's been a, a constant 
consistent um, in one of the inspiration for me. That is so nice to have that person. Sometimes people um, are fleeting, you know, like they're in yeah. for a little while. It's so great that she's still a, a support and a resource as, at the same time uh, in your life. That's really awesome. Well, yeah. as you probably know, my day-to-day -day goal and my model, my focus, the things I'm passionate about involve helping other women. And I find sometimes women hurt other women. So I always make it a point on my show to ask, how do you think that women can support other women in business? Yeah, I think that's huge. I love what you're doing. And I think, um, oh yeah, this is such a big topic. I think that um, I, I really believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And, I love that phrase. Yeah, and, and it's so true. Um, and I think there are a lot of, there, I guess there are a lot of ways to do that. And I think I, you know, in this, in the travel course that we have, it's interesting because people, the reason that, that I started this travel course is because people were coming to me, not only the clients were saying who else does what you do for other countries, but Pete, random people would find my website and say, you have my dream job, teach me how to do what you do. And I would say, sure, write me an email, send me a few questions. And they were always shocked that I openly and, you know, be totally open with, with what I know. And not only that, I'm actually enthusiastic and, you know, encouraging of people to try to start their own travel business. Um, and when I launched the course and you know, several people said to me, you know, you're, Madeline, you're going to create competitors. You're teaching people how to do what you do. You're just going to create competitors. And I just don't believe that. I just, I believe that there's enough work for everyone. I mean, I am over, you know, we get more requests every year than we can handle. We hit capacity every year. I keep hiring people. And I think that this custom travel planning is, 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 an, is a business that is at the very beginning in terms of the market. I think there are a lot of clients that don't even know the service exists. And there are a lot of people who are totally qualified who would be amazing at setting up their own travel business and don't even know that it's a thing. They think they need to be a travel agent. And when I talk right. to them and I'm like, you don't need to be a travel agent, let me show you how, they're always thrilled. Um, and you know, so I, I just- I thought that too. I think I thought you had to have some you know, special certifications or, you know what I mean? I think I was one of those people. Yeah. And understandably so. Um, it's about, it's kind of, you know, you're a consultant, you're, you're solving a problem for the client. You need to have an online presence. So they know you're a real person. You need to interact with them. You need to sell them. So you have to have a credible, it's like hiring any consultant. Um, but um, I, if, if you have, you know, niche travel expertise, you know, we have students in our course who do like handicap travel or pet travel. I mean, there's lots of niche areas and I just, people are always surprised at how much I share. And I just, I don't believe in secrets. And I believe that everybody, um, brings their own expertise to the table and that the more people that actually do this, the better it is for all of us. Because like you said, you know, people are just not aware that this exists and 
if clients come to me and, and they're like, well, I don't understand, you charge fees and please explain this to me. And when I walk them through it and I break down these, um, the package trips, my trips are always cheaper, always. Like I, get, I put in my highest, most luxury level fees and, my, and I break down the package trips. I break down the package trips with all the costs and I put in my highest level fees 100% of the time, I, the total cost is cheaper. So, so once the clients see that, then they're like, oh my God, this is, the service is what I want and the right. cost is better. And so the more of us that do that, the better it is for everyone. And so I, with, that's like my logic. And, and that's what I tell my students is I'm like, I want you to be successful. Like I, it's good for me if you're successful, but also it's just so satisfying seeing people be able to create a business, you know, as you said, I'm one of these lucky people that has created a business doing what I love. And that's so satisfying to pass that to other people and see other people be successful and tell them, you know, this just, you know, do step one, then step two, then step nine, then step 20. And you, you know, you're off to the races. Um, it's very satisfying. I love that you believe that we, and I agree with you, first of all, um, that we um, have enough of work have enough work to go around and that you know people will want to work with some people and not with others and mm -hmm. you know I think we all even so for example there's a woman who does similar things to what I do she's a very good friend of mine and she's super brilliant does a great job and she was a guest on my podcast and she said um that if there's anything that I do that you don't want to promote because you do it too that's fine just leave it off the podcast or the blog and I was like absolutely not i mean our message is so powerful and important and great that we need to share it in every language so mm -hmm. you know, some people speak her some people speak me and i think it's great so i'm with you that you're raising the bar overall you're setting the fees based on excellent client service not padded extras and things we don't notice but the things that drive the relationship so when you mm -hmm. tell me you ask people what do you want what's your perfect day look like that's not that's not like any other way I've ever traveled. Usually you are, well, here's what the day includes and you take it or leave it. So I love what you're doing to customize, you know, the trip to the needs of the client. That's terrific. What um, maybe has been, yeah, you're pretty cool. I, I'm going to say <laughs> folks that Madeline and I share the same birthday, not just, you know, Leo's, but we are both August seven people. I think it's incredible. Um, Crazy. Yes, it is crazy. And people who are, um, I think people who are Leos love being Leos. We think the sun sign is the most powerful sign in the zodiac. Yeah. And we like to, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but we do love thinking we are, you know, the world is our stage. So um, tell me a little something about a setback or challenge and how you overcame it. So 2019 was a year that kicked my butt. Um, I signed up for this coaching program and I launched myself into it. And at the end of the year, I had a family crisis. Um, and I had, so I built this thing that I, that I mentioned, you know, I built my ball machine. I'd hired two people. I had my processes online. I was ready to expand. And at the end of 2019, had to it was november so it was in my low season i had things came to a screeching halt in my personal life i had to cut way back on work 
Uh, I had to lean on my team really, really heavily. I think in the months of November and December, I probably worked an hour a day, um, which was good timing because November, December are our low period. And I had to cut back to um, 50% working. So I now um, currently am working 50%. Um, and that's a huge challenge. Um, yeah. I hope it's not a setback. It's really forced me to, you know, when I, when I got everything streamlined in 2019, I was, as I say, I was going to expand. And what it's forced me to do is um, just be ruthless about leaning on my team and delegating and supporting them. And so my workday right now is four hours, whether I want it to be, it, 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 my workday ends after four hours and that's it. I have no, um, not really any flexibility. And so I'm just super efficient and I'm super, um, I really rely on my team and the machine is working. And awesome. um, yeah, it was, uh, it's incredible how it kind of, you know, if you believe in the universe and things happening for a reason and everything, I mean, it's amazing how things just fell into place in terms of, you know, as soon as I got my, my ball machine set up for lack of a better word, yeah. this crisis hit. And I was kind I mean, I would, I didn't, that's not what I was preparing for, but I was ready. Um, you've got, so, and you've got drive and you've got grit. And I've got support. I got a lot of support. Nice. That's always helpful. Always helpful. And that's why I do what I do for those women who may not have that circle. We now are that circle for them. You know, you have now been inducted into the circle of support. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh. That, uh, maybe people who do know you might not know about you. What's something surprising we should know? Something surprising. Um, I used to speak fluent Swedish. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. That was when I, you know, when I moved to Sweden, um, when I worked uh, for Aero Electronics, the CEO, and this is, here's a Leo thing. You can tell me if you can relate to this. If you want me to do something, all you have to do is tell me that I cannot do it. And I will dig in my heels and that will be all the determination that I need. That will that'll do it. Um, so the CEO of our big company, when I was on my way to Sweden for my assignment, kind of, he was, you know, and he was, I was a little, I was a 15 level, I was a junior operations manager. And he shook my hand and said, you know, congr good, congratulations, good luck in, in the Nordic region. He said, but I lived in Denmark for a couple of years and I never learned Danish. And so, you know, you probably won't learn Swedish. And I was like, I will show you. <laughs> and I did. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I don't think I've ever met anyone who speaks Swedish. That's incredible. I love it. Um, say something in Swedish. Oh, and then, gosh. And then tell uh, me hey, uh, Taksamukit is, um, is thank you. I don't, you know, Swedish not very useful outside of Sweden because so many Swedish people speak fluent English and I just really when you're in Sweden it's actually pretty huge to be able to speak Swedish but um, it, when I left Sweden I just it it was just not a useful language so but the Italian is useful the Italian I use every single day obviously for for obvious reasons but um, Swedish is 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 buried 
unfortunately, in my brain. That's okay. That's okay. It's still cool that you could do it. Um, well, if people want to know how to reach you, first of all, folks, if you don't have a pen, you can't write this down. I'll put it in the blog. Um, but if you want to share our, your email or phone number or, or website, let, let me know. How, how can people reach you? Yeah, I think the best thing is the website. Um, it's italybeyondtheobvious.com. Um, or the travel course is travelbeyondtheobvious.com. And from there, we've got all the links to all the social Facebook pages and our students have a private Facebook group for the travel course um, and that's invitation. But the rest of the social is all, you know, Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all that is, uh, is on those pages on the websites. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, again, folks, I'll put all that in the blog. Madeline, you're wonderful. I can't wait to meet you in person. Um, birthday girl. Um, so August 7th, such a fun, fun, fun birthday date. Um, so much in common. We had a- I know. We got to go out for a drink. Yeah, oh, a birthday yeah, drink. Coffee. Yeah, let's do wine. Um, yeah, let's, let's definitely get together. That would be fun. Folks, I think what she's doing is amazing and remarkable. And, you know, I'm sitting here with my brain just tick, tick, ticking in my head. You'll know how I think, overthink everything. Um, how can I get to Italy? That is what's on my mind. I'm like, I am ready to get out of here, at least until after the elections. <laughs> oh, God. We'll get you there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a good day. Thank everybody. you. Thanks.